following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Welcome to the Sci-Fi Update. I'm your host, Tony Harper. Um, this week's episode, I'm going to do a solo episode. I'm going to concentrate on Halo um, and do my review of Halo. I actually thoroughly enjoyed Halo. Um, we'll get into that a little later on. So what's going on? Uh, first things first is always to start off with the news. So... Sci-Fi Wire reports that a new season of Black Mirror is ready to come back to Netflix. Uh, Netflix last had it on in 2019 for new episodes, but they really truncated season five um, from, I think, supposed to be ten episodes down to three. So I'm thinking we're getting the rest of season five and a few more episodes added in there. Um We'll have to see what happens with Netflix. I don't have a release date yet for when that's coming out, so hopefully that's uh, pretty good. Let's see. Uh, Soka, well, let's see. Andor is a prequel to Rogue One that is coming out soon on Disney+. Plus. I do remember um, all about it. It does have the Rebel Spy Cassian Andor from the film, and it's basically going to be having him journey across the, um, I don't know. You learn more about him and what's going on prior to his, his final death scene in rogue one. Uh, Soka also will be added in to, um, a new story. Who was, where was this coming out of again? But it's part of Mandalorian season three. So it should be interesting. I don't know if it's getting a spinoff story or not yet, um, but they're going to add Ahsoka in. It'll be a Rosario Dawson playing Ahsoka. So that should be interesting. Uh, the She-Hulk premieres on Disney Plus August 17th. I don't know about you, but I have seen the um, preview for it. I thought it was pretty good and all that kind of stuff. And then I kind of think got to thinking a little bit more about the comic books and how she was drawn in there and how she doesn't look anything like how she was drawn in some of the comic books. She really is not as built or anything like that. And I think the studio is Zex made probably a little bit of a poor choice as far as that goes. I don't mind the actress that plays her so far. It looks like it's going to be fun and entertaining, but I'm a little disappointed that the Hulk isn't hulky, you know? I mean, it's a female Hulk. She should be a little hulky. I mean, I'm not saying she shouldn't look like a woman, but I don't know. I think that uh, some of that woke stuff might have missed those studio execs. Well, if you guys haven't noticed, I got my uh, new shirt on. You'll see me in this shirt 
at Niagara Falls Comic Con, June 4th. Keep that in mind if you want to come on out for that. Uh, let's see, my next thing in the news is NPR's Peter Mayer receives a posthumous science fiction award. Um, she has been with NPR for a while. Um, doesn't mention in the article copy I got here why she died. I forgot what it was. But she is receiving a science fiction award for her writing, um, her science fiction writing with NPR and that kind of stuff. Uh, oh, wait, I do have it. it. says, she suddenly died November of 2021 is what to believe uh, pulmonary embolism. She was only 46 years old. That's what I thought. She looked, she looked really young on that. Let's see. Uh, they didn't really have anything else, but she did a lot of stuff with Doctor Who. And she had a very large Doctor Who uh, collection of doodads, as she called it. Uh, oh, I mentioned Andor already, but I have another copy of here. Andor coming to Disney+. Plus. Do they change any information in this one? Uh, they did not. So, there is that. Let's see. Babylon 5 Reboot should be happening. I know that um, some of my friends are going to be extremely excited about this. Um, it really does have a huge fan base that is separate from Star Wars and Star Trek or even the Stargate fan base, which I had heard that it was being a um, Stargate reboot boot as well. But let's uh, finish up this one with Babylon 5. It looks like... Um, it wasn't picked up for this fall seasons of it, but CW is still actively working on it. And it's going to be a ground-up reboot. Fortunately, it's not coming this year. Hopefully, we get some more information by summer of next year. Um, and that Stargate SG-1, I don't know a lot about that one either. That is supposed to have Richard Dean Anderson coming back into it a little bit. Um, so that should be interesting as far as that goes. Uh, I'm real excited about that one. Here's a news article I sent to my friends over at the Anime Made Me Do It podcast. Uh, Macross gets a sequel for its um, release. It, its sequel gets released, sorry, to the U.S. This was held up in legal battles for nearly 30 years. But they're finally going to be able to, to release it to the U.S., um, and I don't have a release date for that here, do I? No, but it is the second story, or two movies, sorry. Um, and it's a loose adaptation of the Macross Frontier TV anime. So, I haven't seen it yet. I love the Macross and Robotech series. That's where it really got me started into sci-fi and my love of anime as well. So, hopefully... Um, I enjoy this. I don't know if they're doing it just in the theaters, but they are going to release it in theaters first sometime this summer, so keep an eye out for it. Uh, Marvel reveals Miss Marvel's actual powers, a new TV show. I do believe I watched that, uh, but I cannot remember what was in the clip. There is a clip on Disney Plus letting you know what Miss Marvel's actually uh, powers are, and I don't know why I saved this clip on my thing, but it's it's on my clip for news. Let's see. Daredevil 
may get introduced into the Marvel, uh, reintroduced, sorry, into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. They may get their own movie uh, for the Daredevil series, or they're talking about a brand new Daredevil series on its way to Disney Plus, according to a report from Variety. Um, hopefully that comes on because I, I liked Daredevil kind of when I saw it. Um, I didn't think it was all that bad. I do believe it was on Netbooks. Um, and it got canceled. Like it didn't get very far because I don't even remember if I finished watching season one. I liked the first few episodes, but I never got much past that, that at that point in time. And let's see. Star Wars designer Colin Cantwell dies at 90 years old. Colin Cantwell, um, you probably don't really know him. I didn't know him until I realized what he was designing. He was designing all the Star Wars ships. So the Death Star, X-Wing, TIE Fighter. He had a lot of input in the way that they looked on the screen and on the movies. And... It's it's a little sad to see him go. Um, let's see. Is there anything else in there? He passed away at his home on 522. So it looks like he went peacefully in his sleep, which is good news. Uh, Black Panther 2 has a release date pushed back till November 11th of 2022. I know some fans weren't really um, happy with replacing... Oh, shoot. Hold on one second. I know a lot of people weren't real happy with um, Chadwick Boseman not um, surviving long enough to shoot Black Panther 2. And they may be unhappy if they recast him, uh, another actor to play Black Panther. I would thought Black Panther was a good story. I think Chadwick Boseman, yeah, Boseman, would... Be all right with having a new actor play him posthumously. At least I would hope so. All right. So that is it for the news for me today. Um, really think it's important that. Um, oh, Jesus. My kids are outside screaming right now and I'm trying not to yell at them or get off the computer again to, to yell at them so that this video doesn't have a bunch of clips and jumping around and that kind of stuff. Um, so I'm going to try to ignore it. But if you hear that in the background screaming, somebody sounds like they're dying. It's not anyone actually dying. It's just my kids playing outside with the tenants kids. So we're good. Uh, let's see, what was I going to do? Uh, Halo. Halo. That's what I was going to do. So, Halo finished up, um, its first season. Uh, just Wednesday of this week. Wednesday of last week. All right. Thursday of last, Thursday of last week. That's what it was. Thursday of last week. It's only Monday. Um, and I'm a little sad to see it go. As far as a sci-fi show goes, I think it was... Excellent. I think um, it hit all the high points. It hit character development. It hit character um, regression. I know that um, they already said that they were going to do a Halo season two, and I already reported it in in the news. 
So I'm real excited for season two to come out. Um, I do like the way Disney Plus is releasing stuff versus how Netflix is releasing stuff. I think it's important to give my give yourself that time to break up each episode versus been watching the entire episodes of 15 episodes stuff in a row. Um, it, I think it makes it easier also to talk to your friends about stuff if you only have to agree to one hour a week to, to watch a show. So I, I hope more studios take notice what Disney or not Disney Paramount plus and Disney have done with, with that. Um, let's, let's start off. So it's a little different from the story from the game. I know it is and great star Wars sound effect on my phone. Thank you. Phone. Um, I, I know it's different from the, the game story, but honestly, I didn't play the game a whole lot. I wasn't large part into first-person shooters at that time when Halo was really popular. As a matter of fact, I, I was a Sony pony for a long period of time and really did not care, care about Halo and Xbox and all that kind of stuff. I had every PlayStation up to PS4. It wasn't really until Xbox um, One came out that I kind of switched over to Xbox, and that was after I'd already bought the PS4. And because, like, I went back and bought, like, a Xbox 360 later on, and I played Halo a little bit, and I'm like, eh, whatever. Um, but then I got into playing some Mass Effect, and I really loved Mass Effect. Um so I kind of went back and I had some friends playing Halo and we played Halo and we played like the soccer ball thing you play with Halo, the two on two team battles you would do or four on four team battles you would do. Um, it's an enjoyable game after you got used to first person shooters, but I really did not do much of the campaigns and all that kind of stuff. I just remember from the campaigns, you're shooting a lot of aliens and going around and shooting a lot of aliens. There was a bunch of story and a bunch of stuff that I was like, after watching Halo, I'm really interested in getting back into those games and possibly looking at the entire um, campaign mode and seeing what the real differences are between that and the story that I've heard some people griping about. I think Halo is a great science fiction story. I think they do a really good job of, I already said character development, but a really good job of like scenes and setting the scene and setting the stage for stuff. I think Hazley, God, if I could say her name right, Hazley, the, the, the freaking crazy mad scientist lady, a little too much of a mad scientist. Like, I think her character's maybe a little over the top for realism purposes, but you sometimes need that for these stories and stuff like that. So um, I thought, God, I almost called him Commander Shepard because I'm thinking mass freaking effect. Um Halo, Master Chief, Jesus, <laughs> Master Chief or John, um, really opened my eyes to how much 
better or how much story depth there could have been in Halo that I really just didn't pay any attention to and I really kind of wish I had. Um, the opening, do me a favor. If you have not gone through and watched Halo at this point in time, stop listening to my show. We're about 16 minutes in. Um, you know, just be thankful you listen to the news and what I got out, and I really haven't spoiled anything for you yet. But from this point on, I'm kind of going to go into spoilers here. Um, so opening scene, like he's they have these aliens of covenant. They're found by some kids on this back dirt world type of thing, um, and just seeing that whole thing develop and stuff. I mean, it just reminded me a lot about certain sci-fi shows and how all that development. Hmm. How do I want to say this? I don't want to keep saying development because this is why I have another guest sometimes too, because my mind gets stuck on certain words and I'll keep saying the stupid certain words for a long period of time. And it's kind of annoying. In my own head, I can hear how annoying it is. I just can't stop. So, these kids, they run up on the aliens in this little, like, cave thing. The aliens start chasing, start fighting, and then they go attack the settlement that they're at. And it looks like a scene from kind of like Mad Max type of thing. I really liked it, that still Mad Max feel to it um the aliens i thought were phenomenal uh the covenant is is what they're they're called in this but i thought how they were designed and all that kind of stuff really um brought a lot out of how they their tactics were and all that kind of stuff the alien weapons and how much different they were from everything else and then you see Master Chief and the rest of the the squad drop in. God, people are going to just sh- scream at their computers. Um, and that team just starts obliterating, obliterating all the co- Covenant people. And I just thought it was freaking great. Quan Ha... Um, boy or girl or whatever, I just, I, I don't think she's a boy maybe in this, the one story or somebody was saying it was a girl in another one. Um, I just think it was, their backstory was interesting, just not interesting enough. Um, I mean, I get that she was in this black um backwoods type of thing um and i get that you know we saved her and all that kind of stuff so we take her off into the ship here i just not sure i like the rest of her character development throughout the rest of the series i think um it was in interesting little side shoot that I don't know if it was necessary or not. I don't know if they ran out enough stuff for John to do or enough of the other stuff in there. Um, 
Let's see what else I got in here. Um, there was something else I was going to cover with that. Let's go into the second episode was John and her get dropping Quan Ha off at his, I want to say friend's place, but it's not even his friend's place. Um, they knew each other going through all the training and all that kind of stuff, but he got out and he purposely, John gave purposely gave him some extra time to get out of there. And then the military basically kind of gave up trying to hunt this guy down and he lives as a pirate, um, off on his own little, um, world. So I thought that that was interesting the trip through his little asteroid space mine and them dropping out of hyperspace or whatever kind of space that they were in to get into there was, you know, a little over the done, overdone as far as I think it was. It added some excitement to it and stuff like that. I get it, but it's just space travel. Like, you're not going to drop your ship into an asteroid field. I'm sorry. It's just not how that's going to work. Um, even if they are a bunch of freaking space pirates, they're not. That's the reason why you hole up in an asteroid field, so it gives you that time to jet out of there because you know nobody's gonna freaking drop right into an asteroid field where you can't predict where all the rocks are going. Like it's just, it seems dumb as far as the science goes on that one. Um, I really wish they did a little bit more uh, series breakdown here because I was trying to remember how all this went. Uh, yeah, his friend Soren was the one that saved Quan Ha. And then you go to Mackie and how she was discovered by the Covenant and her first reacting to the same thing that John ends up reacting. And also in this like third episode, John starts realizing how Hazley is Hel Halsey. That's what it is. Fuck Halsey is such a freaking maniacal manipulative bitch for a better word of it, who um, has been, manipulating John for a while. So John pops out his um, basically desensitizing thing, either in the second or third episode here. I forgot what it was. Um, Halsey realizes that he's starting to act weird and stuff like that and decides to upload Cortana to his, basically his brain to try to take over... Um, John. So John's been modified. Um, not so much um, genetically, but he's been modified physically through a lot of modifications that they did to the children when they were younger. You see a lot of scars on him. He has like neural hookups to a bunch of his equipment and all that kind of stuff. So John gets Cortana uploaded to him. And Cortana... Um, is basically a copy of Hayes Halsey that um, 
had been developed by Halsey to a either replace Halsey when she got caught, like they did towards the end of the 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 show, or they also like she wanted to upload everybody with people that think exactly like her, like talk about maniacal and crazy and over the top mad scientists, right? Like nobody can be better than me. And so therefore I'll make everybody me like, no, I, I think that was a little over the top there. Um, but overall, like I really loved the show. I really did love the show. Um, I'm able to look past a lot of these things that I'm hitting it up for. Um, it doesn't mean that I didn't enjoy the show. So just, you know, keep that in mind. When I go through the stuff. So Cortana gets uploaded. He removes. Oh, Cortana helps him remove the emotional suppression palette thing in episode three. I thought it was right around episode three. Because I'm going back through in my head and trying to remember how all this stuff goes on. And my head is fucking dancing fucking bears and stuff and throwing stuff around and whatever sticks to the wall that's what I decided to say so um the next one was homecoming where Quan Hong goes home with Soren and they try to I don't know liberate her home world um and John pretty much regresses back into his history, realizes how Halsey maybe has manipulated him some, come to sort of terms with it relatively quickly. Um, that's what I noticed from the show, and I don't know if what the reasoning was. I think um, I think that John was smart enough to realize um, and I don't know like how he was smart enough, but I think he was smart enough to realize that if he made too much waves, Halsey would have um replaced him. I also think that John knew enough data about the covenant and some of their stuff and what their goals were and all that kind of stuff that he decided he was gonna let that basically sleeping dog lie for right now. And go back through and figure out and help humanity. Because he's definitely a very, like, humanity-friendly person. And I don't know if that's from going back from his own home world. Um, but he has his memory flashback then about this, the key or what they keep calling it. And he realizes that when he touches it, it activates. And so... They start looking for this keystone starting episode four, episode five. They um, continue fighting for freeing Quan's home world. Um, Halsey f and John find a the keystone or whatever it is, and they. Um, Is it there, this one? It's somewhere in there that the first time Cortana shuts them down one time using them their mental league or whatever they call it in there. Um, and I think during the suppression, this is where Cortana starts 
infiltrating John's mind, but when she infiltrated John's mind, she didn't pull... How do I want to say this? I don't want to say... She, she didn't pull all the way back. Like, she brought part of John's thought process with her, and I don't know if because she's never experienced those things or not, but you can definitely see after that first time she shuts John down that she is not the robot that Halsey created her to be. Uh, and she already starts manipulating her and does a couple of things differently because of that and kind of actually develops a human conscious that Halsey never had. Um, and this is where we find Mackie um, when the Covenant come try to steal this keystone that they had found and they successfully steal the keystone that they had found from John and the Halo team and Mackie gets dropped off and, you know, they do all that kind of stuff. And then, oh yeah, Miranda, I think is halfway a little nuts too here too because I think Halsey made Miranda nuts. So if you didn't realize by watching the show, Miranda's Halsey's daughter and the... I don't even know what the 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 head com- commander type guy it is in there. They weren't calling him general. They weren't calling him. What were they calling him? Uh, what is Miranda's dad's called? Uh, I forgot what Miranda's dad's called. But anyway, like Miranda starts doing stuff, but starts realizing. She gets a little more involved starting about then and starts to try to decipher Covenant speak with using Mackie and a couple other things starting around there. Uh, then they go back to Quan. Like I said, this is kind of like, eh, like I could care less about Quan too much here in the story. I mean, I care, but I don't care because I don't know what, what does her planet matter for anything else other than that's where the Keystone was originally found. Um, so I don't know if that's going to play into something. Uh, it wasn't all the keystone that was found there, but it was found on Quan's planet there. Um, also, starting about episode seven or eight, you start getting introduced to basically what the keystone touches, which is um, this ring world. Looking like place. So if you've never read Larry Nevin's Ringworld, highly suggest you do it. Um, it's been a little while. I know Dave read it. I remember reading it, but not really reading it. Um, I went back and looked it up and read first couple more pages. Like, yeah, I did read this, but it's been so long. I haven't finished rereading that book, but uh, I always highly suggest going back and rereading some of these books. They are phenomenal. Uh, Larry Nevin also came up with some other phenomenal books um, that I've already mentioned, The Gripping Hand and um, Moat in God's Eye. That was the the precursor to The Gripping Hand. Um, those are very interesting books. Um, Larry Nevin also went on to read write some more um, very interesting sci-fi. I really like his take on sci-fi. Um, but anyway, to get back into this, 
So this ring world that looks like it's out of Larry Nevin's book is in the background here. Maggie and John end up being transported by touching the key or the keystone or something like that. And they really haven't explained all this too much yet. Other than the covenants trying to basically set this whole religion around going over to there. Um, and then basically it comes to like the final episode here and John and the Halo team um, go sneak onto the Covenant planet that they thought that they could hide behind. The only thing I think of is some kind of like black hole like thing. Like they got a planet on the other side of a black hole, but whatever they got it on, it's it scatters light in such a way that it doesn't look like it's a planet there. Um, and when they were traveling through hyperspace, the gravity that's around this thing was so bad that it, it was messing up hyperspace. So I'm just kind of confused to how that all works on there. And they never really got into Halo hyperspace and how all that works yet either in the show. Um, so, but I found it thoroughly enjoying, enjoyable even so. Um, they get to there, the, the three bad priests obviously say they're going to wipe out humanity. I mean, like, who didn't fucking see that coming? And then the whole battle and everything else. And then Cortana and John come to this agreement, and John basically almost offs himself to let Cortana take over. And at this point in time, Master Chief is Master Chief in the Halo game. Um, he's not taking off his thing. He doesn't respond. He's just kind of acting like Master Chief. You talk around, you look around, and you're playing Master Chief now as Halo in the Halo game. Um, I think this is all really interesting. I really like the way it does. And like I said, I'm super interested now to go back and I have Halo 5, and I might have even bought the Halo Infinite collection. I can't remember. I'm going to have to go back and look at this and play through it. Uh, I'm almost excited about doing that. I have some time up after this 10-day stretch, which is why I'm shooting this in a shitty little room in my thing instead of even downstairs in the basement because my kid usually plays um, down there. I want to get this room set up so I can do guests and that kind of stuff. The only problem is this freaking my road sounds like a freaking speedway half the time because I live down from a bar that has um, a bunch of old car shows all the time and people love riding motorcycles up and down my street and it's just super loud in here so if you hear any of that or my cat going crazy or anything like that while I'm recording at home and not at the studio um, hopefully I can get back into the studio starting next weekend next weekend I plan on getting back in the studio uh, I do have a guest coming on, hopefully somebody new, um, with Kevin. And we're going to talk about sci-fi weapons. So I'm super excited about that. Um, again, I'm just running around like a chicken with his head cut off right now because I'm tired. I've been doing this for a while. Uh, I've doing work and stuff like that for a while. I will... Put my final thoughts on Halo. I think it's good. I think you should watch it. 
I think it's got it, some of its problem. I think it has some sci-fi tropes, which could maybe be a little bit over the top, but not, aren't bad, aren't bad. And I think that um, you will thoroughly enjoy this show if you take it as a sci-fi show and not take it as canon from the rest of the the, the sci-fi canon on that. I am really excited for season two. Hopefully season two releases in a time frame where I can watch it well. And that's about it. Again, I want to thank you for listening. I want you to um, like, follow, and share on Facebook if you can. Um, I've seen a lot more likes come up on Facebook. A lot more people um, started listening to the podcast. Hopefully my numbers haven't dropped too much since I started recording home versus at the studio. Um, but I will be back in the studio starting next month, and I should be full-time in the studio after that. I'm not trying to do too much here. Unless gas prices go up freaking to $10 a gallon, then might just do it at home because it would be so much cheaper. Um, if you have been following me for a while, any of the podcast services, unfollow and then refollow. It does something crazy with the algorithms it makes it's kind of like switching subscribers and all that kind of stuff it it does something to make it look like you have more subscribers or new subscribers i don't know why and i wish they wouldn't do that kind of stuff but if you do take that time to even do that simple click unfollow and refollow it helps it helps a lot with the algorithm it helps me get more listeners out there more people following Give me some feedback on Facebook um, or Twitter. Again, it's the Sci-Fi Update, all one word on Twitter. It's the Sci-Fi Update, um, Sci-Fi Space, or the Space Sci-Fi Space Update on Facebook. And it's the Sci-Fi Update on Insta as well. However, Insta, I still have not learned what I'm doing. Um, I'm on older gentleman at this point in time i'm gonna try to work on it some but no not much um thanks for listening and peace out guys bye